What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Your host, your boy, George Burkai, back after my one month off. Oh, oh it feels so good to be back in the chair. And this is my second interview dropping, dropping in October right after the Canadian Thanksgiving. The real Thanksgiving. I don't care what anybody says. October is the real Thanksgiving. And my guest here knows because he's nodding his head. Without further ado, let me welcome. Whew, there's a lot of names, but I'm going to try my best. The Beast from B-Town. The great, one of the biggest YouTubers in Canada at 6,900 subscribers. Uh, I Know Bino is his YouTube channel. He is none other. And he's also a disciple. One of the hottest rappers up and coming in, in the GTA. And that's straight fire because I love my hip hop. Without mm. a doubt, please help me welcome to Straight Talk Wrestling for the first time, but not the last because he's already a member of the family. Randy Bino. How are you, brother? Yo, bro, you were on fire on that intro. I didn't even want to talk. You know how hard it is to get me not to talk? That's how hard, because you were just, I didn't want to interrupt your flow, okay? You know, I know how, because I'd be spitting, I'd be blacking out. You just blacked out on that intro. So, man, thank you very much for that. I feel like I'm ready to go in the ring after that. You just, that was the Mike Tyson, you know, Bruce Buffer and all of that. That's, that's how I feel right now. Oh, you want me to do Buffer? I can do you Buffer right now. Oh, <clears throat> oh no. Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fans in attendance and the millions watching around the world it's time for your main event of the evening fighting out of the red corner the reigning defending former battle arts heavyweight champion the beast from b-town randy baidu let's go g-unit oh, yo, <laughs> ah, you know what speaking yeah. of g-unit I just, I've been introducing my daughter into like hip hop history, my hip hop journey, if you will. We started with NWA, my wife and I, we showed her straight out of Compton. She loved the movie. She fell in love with the history behind it all. And uh, she, you know, she has, you know, fuck the police and straight out of Compton on their playlist. But I always tell her, I say, don't play it in school. Before school, after school, but don't, don't play it in school. Cause we don't want, I don't need that kind of heat. No, she can't, teachers can't handle that. That's right. But I showed her that. I showed her Eminem, I showed her Dre, I showed her 50 Classic. Cent, I showed yep. her uh, Tupac and Biggie, and now she's, but then I showed her G-Unit, and her favorite oh. song, my favorite song, My Buddy. Hey, that, yo, this man took it off seal off, I thought he was going to be mentioning a music videos track, but yo, My Buddy was a, that's a whip joint right there, oh my, she's in great hands, yo, I feel sorry for Anybody that trying to mess with her after that, yo, she been listening to Oh my goodness, she she yo, yo she can spit the whole the whole young buck verse. Okay, you come with hey. sixteen homies, one in the hole. When the first one get out, the next one go. You know where you're headed. You got to know where you've been. My Glock stay fitted. We friends to the end. Oh my goodness, <laughs> man, that's a, you know, I'm about to listen to that right now. Yo, Beck for Mercy was a classic, man. And all and the underrated. Don't forget about the mixtapes. No, of course, of course. And yeah. and the great thing about Beg for Mercy was it was our introduction to Lloyd Banks. It was our introduction yeah. to Young Buck. Obviously, we didn't get an introduction to Tony Yayo, but I'll be honest, yeah. Yayo's solo effort was the weakest out of the group, in my opinion. 100%, 100%. But, but for me, I mean, Lloyd Banks', Lloyd Banks first one, I mean, Beg for Mercy yeah. was, uh, I'm sorry, not Beg for Mercy, uh, Hunger for More Hunger for was more, fantastic. Yeah. He's, he's the most lyrical out of the group, clearly. Like, oh, yeah. It's not and, even a question. And Young Buck, for me, had the best flow. In my opinion, yeah. his flow yeah. was just, and his yeah. solo effort, so many bangers on that, man. So many yeah. bangers on that. For the punchline, like he came out in an era where like, there are three guys that were like the punchline kings. It was Cassidy, my personal favorite rapper. Uh, that's my boy. That's my guy. Cassidy, Lloyd Banks, and Fabulous were like the punchline kings during that time. And like, that was a great time for like lyrics, man. And now we got, uh, what's his name? Um, Who Shiesty and all of that. Oh, Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's funny because uh, in doing my research and preparing for this interview, watching some of your videos, I mean, I watched your 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 style. I loved your fro. COVID vaccine is hands down the best one you get. But I did not hate on the DC uh, superhero mashup that you did. And I loved how you had like the karaoke, but you used the logos for everything <laughs> that was like an underlining message. I was like, this is genius. I also Thanks. didn't mind uh, like the video you shot, the one shot straight in the stairwell looked like a stairwell mm -hmm. kind of or a, a hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great one. Um, you know, and, and just the name disciple. I was like, hmm, it's got it's got that holy aspect to it. But it's almost like he's basically what he's saying is he's followed hip hop. And now mm -hmm. he's a, basically who he is now is what hip hop made him. He's a soldier. He's it, a disciple. Bro. He's a hundred percent get it. I'm a big wow. hip hop head. People would be like, oh, white boy doesn't got, listen, I rapped for a little bit. Okay. I rapped. I had like six songs 
And uh, the only good song that I ever had was the one I did to my wife. And I did one for my I did one for my wife. And um, one of my favorite one of my favorite lines was um, oh, it's been a minute, but I'm a little rusty. But the chorus was everything. Okay. So the song was called Everything. So the chorus was okay. You My Everything, Girl I Cherish You, You My Sunrise Through Those Cloudy Skies, and That's Real. There's nothing mm. I could do without you. You my one and only forever till the end of time. It was something along the lines of that. But okay, okay. when I was rapping about her, it was good. But I also went through this song called, I, I, I did this song called That's Life. And it was my Kanye West period. It's when Jesus oh, Walks came out. And I was oh. really, really trying to like reach that's that gospel Kanye style. Kanye. Yes, that's when, exactly. College Dropout, still top 10 on my all time. Yep. Like I could play College Dropout A to B. That was not any. Song. That was the last joint I liked from him. Everything up until college dropout, uh, I, I was really messing with Kanye, and and even that 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 whole thing was amazing too. With like Fifty and him went head to head during that that album release, and you know he was crazy back then. And then ever since everything, Watch the Throne era, everything like that, Life of Pablo, has, it wasn't the same for me. Like I, he, and he was honestly that's when he started to really lose it, and hasn't been the same. But you know, hopefully he's. Um, doing better mentally and everything and uh yeah but yeah he, that 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 college dropout was crazy absolutely and then of course yeah. you did a couple of videos where you talked about papoose who's hands down one of my favorites and i'm not oh, talking yeah. i knew Pap papoose before nasarima dream now nasarima dream was underrated i appreciated yeah. nasarima dream for what it was but let's be honest when it came to papoose it was all about the mixtape stuff okay and hands down Back. for me law law library or alphabetical mm -hmm. slaughter alphabetical slaughter oh my goodness Ooh, that was a classic. Not, yeah, you can't sleep on a man who can go A to Z without any and stops. Backwards. And then backwards. Exactly. Yeah, that was different. He took him to school with that one, man. That's, that's what, see, when it, when it comes from the art and being original, that's when you really enjoy this stuff. Because it's like people just come through and like people have a tendency to do what's hot or ride these waves that are like, not even good and just like like you know they just people just decide what like this is what people are doing now and everyone's a carbon copy everyone's a little this and a young this and dyeing their hair this and you know you know having fruity colored uh rainbow grills and stuff it's like no one stands out anymore and honestly no one has no one's not a whole lot of people are really actually using the talent like there's a couple guys like a lot of, like the guys that are like really really on right now like you know i'll say drake when he raps um obviously cold uh dot k dot um you know even the guys that aren't on labels like like opsin and um there's a uh, what's his name the guy uh i actually, actually just heard his freestyle just just now what was his name he was a white guy um he did he just did an i-95 freestyle and he was dope oh what the hell was it asher roth was it asher roth asher roth he's a new cat oh i got i gotta i gotta got do some research for break. I, gotta, I gotta look that up for you one sec no that guy he was, he was nuts um I've seen him a couple times. He actually killed it on, I believe he killed it on Sway in the morning. Marlon Kraft. Marlon Kraft, yeah. okay, yes. Yeah. He knew yeah. Kat. He, he's definitely next up. Um, well, yeah, and it, it's great to see that hip-hop's in good hands. I mean, like, let's be honest, every genre of music at one point in time, you have your period where it's just on. And then mm -hmm. you have those peaks and valleys where there's not so much negative, but a lot of understanding. For me, I can't listen to this new era of hip hop just for the simple fact that it's not what I remember. And I'm not talking that everything has to be gangster rap, but exactly. I mean, it's not, you gotta, I look at it, I look at hip hop like this and it's, it, it reminds me of a song from the Fort Minor album, like mm -hmm. a cigarette. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard it or listened to it. I remember that one. Yeah. The so it was, it was Mike Shinoda when he had his, like, yeah. he did his side project with Lincoln Park. He did it without Lincoln Park. It was called Fort Minor. And it had, right, right. Uh, it had two, like, it had, um, uh, what, what the hell were they called? I can't remember now, but there were two guys from um, Machine Shop and they were incredible. It was like the three of them. And the, the one track they did was Remember the Name, but then it was Where'd You Go? The piano beat, yeah. Where'd You Go? And it was like a big tune. Everybody played that one. But there was a track on there that was unreleased called Like a Cigarette. And okay. one line stands out to me. He's like, let me tell you what I realized tonight. My hip hop radios like Marlboro Light. They both sell mm -hmm. the stories. Want cigarettes? Claim they claim they save. Rappers claim they really bang, but we don't care. We just lay the money down. We don't believe the words. We just love the way they sound. Mm -hmm. And that was just like, hmm. And then and then he goes on to say they're both selling stories. They sound about the same. Mm -hmm. But it, basically, what he's saying is is that everybody exaggerates a little bit. They make that shit sound more gangster than it really is. 
You can't appear weak. We want to hear street. We want to hear you spit yeah. your thug over this here beat. So that mm-hmm. song really put hip hop into perspective for me. Where me, it's much like wrestling. And this is a great segue. See, we talked about music for a bit. Now we're segueing into wrestling. But but, I could talk music for you for hours. Absolutely. But it's, it's all about selling stories. It's all about mm-hmm. selling what you need to sell to make it work. But what I realized about you and your flow and your style is it's, it's 95% about being real. You're spitting what you're feeling or what you're thinking at that moment. And that's why I urge everyone to go check out COVID vaccine. It's already got like almost 20,000 views, but it could use a lot more. So go and check it out because it's it's fantastic. It's fan. And the the production value is amazing. I mean, I went to film school. I'm doing nothing with it, but I went to film school and I can appreciate good video production, video quality and video editing. And you knocked it out of the park, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate that so much because like you really understand like, everything from obviously your background, all that stuff. And I, I've been honestly just trying to step up and really just do this at the level that I feel like um, the art that I'm trying to do deserves. And like, you know, I did a little bit of film school myself and, you know, I've been wanting to just, I'm just like, everyone needs, everyone thinks they need to have this machine behind them, this label behind them. I, I said, no, like, I mean, I'm just going to drop an album. Like I'm going to just make an album. Like, why the hell not? Why? You only live once. You only like, like, why, why the hell? I want, I want to, uh, I want to put out a body of work that I'm proud of. And so that's definitely what I got cooking up. So, and I just know that with everything I'm doing, it has to be done appropriately for that. You know, I, I got to do it the right way. And so I take pride in, you know, how I'm putting this stuff out there. So to, to hear and see that you appreciate it and you notice those things, you know, it means a lot to me. So I just appreciate you for, for noticing those things. Absolutely. I do. And like I said, I, I went to film school. I'm not doing anything with it, but if you ever need some inspiration, or you need somebody to direct one of your videos, I'm there for you. I'm hundred percent there for you, man. I would Sounds do it good, and man. I would do it proper because I think your flow, your style with sometimes the visionaries that I have would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. But my next oh, question, my next question being is again, hip hop wrestling, almost the same. You're selling a story yeah. either way. So what would you say gravitated you towards wrestling? So yeah, honestly, well, if you're going to take, there's multiple things, but we'll, we'll start off with obviously the childhood aspect of it. Um, you know, the, I, I owe wrestling um, to a lot of, it helped me get through a lot of just like, I guess, challenges in life where let's say like, you know, it, like everyone has that when, you, when you're a child and like you want to, you know, pursue something or you want to, you know, you know, even when it comes to the basketball team or the football team. And it's like, you know, you kind of have that one guy that's like a, like a beast. That's a badass, you know, everyone's favorite wrestler, Steve Austin, you know, I saw that guy and he's the one I thought, see, I, I, I listened to the gangster rep and I saw him. And he, I thought he was gangster and he was wearing Daisy Duke. So it's not just about the clothing. It's about how you move in that too. So, you know, so I see, I'm seeing that and like, it made me want to, you know, you know, be tough and like, and, and, and to, to push through, you know, things that I was trying to achieve and trying to do as a child. And, you know, from even from going in there and being a part of it, you know, that's just from being so much of a mark <laughs> that I want to be in it. <laughs> that's the, that's the truth of it. And honestly, like, being realistic of it too, I thought I stood, stood a pretty good chance with it as well. I mean, being a big guy, like a lot of people that know, like uh, basically how it goes is people that know me, they say, man, you should play basketball, right? People that know me a little more say, maybe you should be a fighter. You should be a mixed martial artist. Maybe you should play football. The people that really know me, they're like, man, wrestling. Because <laughs> the, they, they know the personality and they just know that, um, you know, I, I just like to entertain and that, um, you know, I just, uh, just, I just have fun with it, man. It's on off the top. It's off the cup. It's real. I don't got to rehearse, you know, like it's everything off cuff, you know, that's how I like to keep it. In fact, I find that I'm more effective like that because, you know, I just, I'm just, I like going with what's around me, you know? Absolutely. Listen, right now, people, people might not believe it's off the cuff. There's no dialogue here. I haven't predestined these questions with you. You asked me yeah. how it was going to be, and I said it's going to be just two of us sitting around talking about you, just shooting the breeze, shooting the shit. I definitely, did, I definitely did not plan this noise. I can tell you that. <laughs> ah, that's okay. It's not taken away from anything I'm learning. I'm having a great time. <clears throat> excuse me, great time and great conversation. So I'm good with that. So another thing I got to ask you is the last time my daughter saw you was February 2009, 2020. It was oh, the last. Yeah, sorry. No. Maybe it was a battle arts show, February mm. of 2020. It was actually when I believe Crime Time was there. Oh yeah, ATG yeah. And Shad, wow. and actually it was funny because she met Shad and she met JTG at that show. But right. the one thing she told me about was that she saw you again, 
and that mm. she was sitting front row with my father-in-law who took her because I couldn't be at the show that day. And right. he took her and you came out and that's when all the sanitizer and everything about COVID was just kind of coming out. And you yeah, were like, don't, don't touch me. I don't, I don't want to touch. And then she stuck her hand out and you were like, I don't know where your hands have been. You're like 10. <laughs> you probably haven't washed your hands in like six days. No way. You're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. but she, she said, dad, I saw Randy again. It was awesome. He made fun of me. It was great. I had a great time. Awesome. And I don't even remember doing that. <laughs> that's it that's just it just happens <laughs> exactly so i gotta ask though and unfortunately we know what happened a few weeks later shad passed um mm -hmm. what was it like sharing a locker room with him and jtg i've heard that they are amazing individuals i've heard yeah. that they a lot of the rest of other battle arts roster that i talked to said that they each took a little bit of time with them and they were yes. just so happy to be there Yes, honestly, like to put it simply, like one of the homies, like I felt like I knew him for a long time. Like, honestly, I felt like um, he's one of the guys that, um, you know, that's been maybe trading there with us since, you know, since back in, what was it 2013? I started over there or something like that. Like, you just seem, you just, you just fits in so well and he's just so chill and approachable. And you just like, you know, you know, after you've been in the industry for a little bit, you get a little bit less starstruck or whatever. But, you know, they make it easy. Like, I, like it was, it was just kind of just, I just felt like I was chilling with homies and, and, and like, they, they kind of treated everybody with, you know, with respect and there was no, um, you know, there was just a realness to how they conducted themselves. And honestly, they just, so, they were just so willing to help. And I know it was a thing that was natural. Like no one put them up to it. they just were willing to listen. And, you know, they're helping out a lot of the younger guys and the greener guys and showing them what to do. And, you know, I just appreciate the company, man. They're just chill dudes. That's awesome. And you know what? I mean, it's a great, it's great to hear stories like that because that's just cements an already great legacy that Shad had. And, Honestly. Um, yeah. I've, I've always heard good things about him, uh, you know, and how in the locker room and everything like that, you know, I've, I've even had comparisons to him, which, uh, you know, I definitely, you know, taken, you know, I appreciate because, you know, obviously knowing the, how, you know, selfless the guy is and, you know, and even like his work ethic and his strength, because of, he had a YouTube channel. I don't know it, he had a YouTube vlogging that where he was showing his training, and he was doing a lot of um, you know, uh, Muay Thai boxing even during all that. And he was kind of a vlog into his life, and he had his beautiful wife there and his children there, and like he was doing a little bit of that for a while. And I was actually I was watching that for a while because I found it very interesting, and you know the things he had to say on that, and that's you know the real Shad, and like you get to see like you know, you know there's 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 a, there's a there's a really, there's a real genuine person there. And, you know, like, and, you know, obviously with what, you know, he ended up doing, um, it, it just, it just, it just, it's obviously the situation is, is very sad. And um, like, it's, it's one of those things that you just gotta take and try to learn from. Um, because a lot of the things with, I guess, nowadays with people, these things kind of happen and people kind of just, I, I not, not, I'm not saying anyone particular, but I guess society kind of just, dwell on it for a moment and then, then they kind of just go back to doing what they've been doing but like like not not you don't have to always feel to learn something like hopefully you can learn from something before it happens to you and just kind of and the thing to learn is to you know appreciate everybody while they're here and you know treat everybody with respect because you don't know when that's if that's going to be the last time and you don't and it's just you know who would have thought two weeks before at that show you know that would be the i think that was the last in-ring appearance I think was that show like it's unbelievable so and obviously 2020 you know you know like like just pounded that in even more so so yeah just about being humble and just you know being in the moment you know because like, everyone likes to look past everyone has these goals you know like I was getting that way with what I was doing with YouTube and with the numbers for in general like you know okay I did this now I need to get this now I need to get here and get here we got to take a second sometimes to be like look man I got here like this is amazing let me just enjoy right now and, you know, right now is no one could take right now away from you. Like right now is, is precious. And right now is amazing, you know? And so just enjoy right now and always, and just, uh, just, just, just remember that and just, just to stay in that. And um, I think it'll help with a lot of the stuff that's plaguing people like mental health wise and everything like that, you know? Absolutely. I mean, every day above ground is a good day. And uh, yeah. if, you, if you wake up, you're supposed to wake up and just do you and enjoy it. Yeah. You know what? I won't lie. I put in a lot of work. Uh, for the last five years doing this podcast and um the audio numbers are solid they're great i didn't for the first three years i didn't really pay much attention to youtube i was like no nah, i'm going to be podcast i'm going to strictly do audio you know i didn't really get care and then the pandemic happened and then it was like well this was a great tool and then the mm -hmm. first the first uh, video i did was lufisto she's like do you want to do video and i was like yeah okay 
all right, mm. yeah, I've never done it. Let's do video. So we did it. And then I just started calling them vidcast and they took off. And cool. um, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And I went from nine subscribers to, again, cause I didn't put much faith into YouTube. Now yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm right. I'm right next to you, Randy. I'm right there. I got like 368 to your 6,900. Yo, that's, <laughs> that's big, man. Hey, 2068. That's a lot of, you know, that's a, how many people that's a, that's, that's like a, t a town and something. That's like more than the people they got none of it. Probably like, that's a lot. Of, yo, that's, that's a movement right there. But sometimes you get down, you get down, you sit there and you go, what am I doing? Cause you see other podcasters who may not be putting in the same amount of work as you, but I yes. mean, obviously the names you get, the people you draw in, it, it, yeah. it creates numbers. You can't be mad at that. Somebody gets lucky with something and you're like, man, this guy's got like, this guy's got like four videos, like yeah. 5,000 people. It's true. And it's like, and it's one thing, I know it sounds kind of cliche and it sounds like, you know, obviously like, you know, we have goals and we have things we, we want to achieve and we're not going to let that stop us. But honestly, like the numbers don't equate to quality. Like, you know, like, and that's just, and that's just the truth about it. It's not like a whole, like, Oh, like, like when you're, when you're, you're, you're your mom tells you, like, well, you're, you're always handsome to me. It's not one of those things, but honestly, like there's a lot of trash that gets exposure. There's a lot of, and you can equate that to wrestling. You can equate that to hip hop. There's a lot of nonsense that people are looking at and laughing at and maybe they're making money off of it or whatever. But it's like, at the end of the day, people are going to remember like, good quality and, and 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 something that you can be really proud of and even even with you it's like if you if you want to like if you want to really do something really effective or really like just something that appeals to you and something that resonates with you and then you go and sell out to be like so-and-so like maybe you do the six nine or Lil Nas uh, Z or whatever his name, his name is if you do all that stuff and then also then you look back and like dang I really hold myself. Like, you know, it's like, no, 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 no. 100%. 100. I completely agree with you. So it was, it, it's conversations like this and it's moments like that. It's like my wife tells me all the time. She goes, yeah, okay. So you got 368 subscribers, but remember you have 368 subscribers. Mm. You started with nine and yeah. a year and a half that you put the effort in. You got that. That's so look big, at that. Man. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? And I always credit my wife. My wife saved me. My wife, I tell her that all the time. My wife saved me. The minute I met her, the minute I fell in love with her, it was game over. Now my kids, my God, I love my kids, but I, I said, that's why I wear hats. I showed you before. I'm not going to do it now because I, I just can't do it. It's painful to me. It's very painful to me. I can't do it. But you know what? It's um, being a girl dad is the coolest thing in the world, but being able to share this journey with my, you know, 11 year old daughter, now a budding 12 year old, we're like a year away from being a teenager, bro. Crazy. Wow. Oh my Crazy. goodness. When did that happen? Honestly, when did that happen? <laughs> you know what, Randy? Honestly, man, blink of an eye. Like I said, the first yeah. time we got an introduction to you was 2018, 2019. And right. we were like, this, I, Junction City, I met, I interviewed Freedom McCrae. We went out to a couple Junction shows. I saw you at a couple of them. Like, this guy's awesome. And what I loved about you was you, you really immersed yourself in the character, much like Carew. Carew mm. immerses himself in the character. And then yep. when I sat down and I had him, I actually had him in the Straight Talk studios. And when this pandemic over, you're coming and we're going to do this one in the studio for sure. That's but what's up. he, uh, he was the most genuine person in the world and not to say that you aren't, but he was the most genuine person in the world. And it was so funny because when I was interviewing him, I'm like, dude, when you go out there, you just like, you crack skulls, you barely yeah. speak. And when you do speak, it's like growls and it's like roars. <laughs> I'm like, but you're so well-spoken. He goes, yeah, but this is me who I am now. When I'm in the mm -hmm. ring, that's just me, me having fun. I don't have yeah. to. I don't have to try so hard. And, that's the thing. But what I what I realized about you is that you don't try so hard either. You just go out and it's natural. And you're very funny, but you can walk the fence as the heel or as the face. Like when we saw you at Junction, you were a face. You came out. You came out in the African getup, and it was great. You actually had the accent, which was awesome. And when my daughter, when me and my daughter came up with a "Hey man, can we get a picture?" You still kept in character. You were like, you did the accent. And it was great. And then she said she saw you at Battle Arts and you were a heel. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Dad, it was so different. I'm like, well, buddy, that's that's when you know you got a talent there because they can walk that line. They can play both characters, but they know they know how to mess around in a way that gets that reaction. And it's all about you know, it's, it's not just the reaction. I didn't want immigration to cash me. They tried to just debut me the other day because I don't have papers. I said, listen, you, 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 your mother is a limousine head. Try to get papers. Go, 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 go. Lotion your face. Nonsense. 
See, just dumps them out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, wow. That is seriously, bravo. That's amazing. So Thanks, designing please. your persona, what did you, how did you design the persona? Because what I've heard about Santino is when it comes to character creation, he actually mm -hmm. does listen to his students mm -hmm. and he pulls inspiration from the students. Like mm. he didn't just come up to you and give you the stereotypical, okay, you know what, man? Um, You're going to be uh. You're gonna be a former yeah. football player, okay? Or you're gonna yeah. be uh, you're gonna be that kid from uh, you're gonna be that kid from the ghetto, okay? Janet Finch area. Yeah. That's, that's you. You're gonna be that. Kid. <laughs> he didn't he didn't walk out and give you the stereotypical. He he listened. Uh, from what Karu told me, he listens and then he says, "Okay, give me give me a day, give me a little bit to sleep on." And then he comes back mm -hmm. next class and he says, "Okay, this is what I got." So was that mm -hmm. how it went down when you designed your character? It was kind of like well, it's my character is for battle arts. My character is for everywhere else was a little bit different like the characters i kind of had for everywhere else kind of derived from you know studying like like a little bit of that to like getting inspiration from also the stuff that i like to watch i like to watch a lot of different things and i love you know the actually the african comedy and the english comedy like there's a guy i don't know if you remember back in the day that was huge doing the um, he used to go to a webcam his name was t-boy and he had these segments called don't jealous me and oh yeah yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah 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 Great, great. Those were classics. And I used to watch that all the time with my boys and I used to imitate them all the time. And I even, I did it so well that I, I decided to do a part letter. I did, I just went on a rant. I was talking about, I was mad about how, you know how, you know, girls, they take pictures where they flip you off and they're smiling, they're being all cute, but it's like, you're flipping me off. And I was like, I don't appreciate being flipped off. And I'm just going like, yo, give me finger. Go, 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 go and put the finger up your nose. No, like stuff like that. And I was just, I just, it was off the top. And then I just, I decided, hey, let me, uh, let me, let me try to equate this to, you know, it more just this, this out of pocket, straight off the boat, freshly African or Nigerian or sometimes Nigerian, sometimes he's Ghanaian. It goes between <laughs> just fresh off the boat character that would be kind of funny. And like, I could kind of like make fun of, um, different things and, and honestly it's an excuse to kind of just play out and, and play off of other people and whatnot it's very easy with detail wildo character but as far as like with battle arts um that was based off of um the accolades that um i was able to get because it was easy being a heel because i was kind of i was kind of being a, like the jerk jock athlete that was kind of what i was doing in battle arts because you know he had me going and and, and doing all sorts of tournaments and like winning and you know it was it was bringing a lot of um attention to the school and showing that you know and it was good for wrestling too, because it was showing that, you know, we're not just here as performance and actors, like, no, we can, we can scrap. Like, we really do this. So, you know, it, it's always nice to be able to say, you know, your world heavyweight champion is also a Golden Gloves boxer, you know? So, you know, and that was obviously during the time it was after Brock Lesnar legitimized the hell out of the sport as well. So it was around, it was basically the same type of deal. And um, yeah, that's what kind of went with that. So I kind of just played off, played off of, um, you know, honestly, my, my personal experiences with, some 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 uh some jerk jock athletes and stuff i've seen and even just kind of putting in a, uh doing some original stuff that that i kind of be like mm, how can i be how can i be how can i be as pompous as possible and honestly it's just really the character is is all just from playing playing off the crowd like i just kind of go in there i'm like okay and get them not to like me and just to see what the, what's going on here and then i said oh I, that's i don't even remember half the things i say it just kind of happens like i remember there was this one match i think it was one of my last matches um where um yeah like the the ref i was i was messing with him like crazy and like he was telling me you know they i was i had the hold on him i was you know milking that five count and then uh the, the he told me to break it up and i was like i was like get your penis out of my face <laughs> and it popped everybody because he was like because he was a little bit like he was trying to like he was always in there like he was he was so like jittery how he did it i'm like you know and then i was <laughs> and then a whole bunch of other stuff happened and then they had a chant going and you know I, it just this stuff like i remember there was another match i had with um it was with uh timmy timmy o'connor if you remember him yeah I and, do. yeah so he tried to do this rope spot and i don't know if there's too much baby oil or something happened but he slipped and um it didn't really go over that well so you know i'm just there in the tag team i'm not I was I was uh, I was on the uh, opposite of the apron. I wasn't tagged in yet, so you know 
I had to play up. I'm there. I ain't, I'm not there to rest. I'm there to entertain. So I was going to, I was like, Timmy, you stumbling and bubbling. And I was doing like all sorts of rope dope stuff. And, you know, they were on, and, and like, I hope I didn't take away too much from the match. I hope I added to it because there's a whole lot going on with that. I'm like, hey, hey guys, pay attention. They're, they're about to do a hot tag. <laughs> like, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, I, it, it's, it's, it's just, it just, like I said, I feed off of everybody, like in, in general. Like, that's why I love doing reaction videos too, because I feed off of what I'm seeing and it just, I don't know, it's just, it's like, God, this, this this comes through and stuff happens and it's fun. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Let's talk about the reaction videos for a second. My favorite reaction video of all time because I'm a big basketball fan, as you can tell. Hey. I'm, a Raptor, I'm a Raptor fan through and through. Okay. Uh, Ra- oh, yeah. Raptor? oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me just you talk. If you're talking Raptors, hold on. We got to get, you know, geared up right now. All right. So now okay, we're talking hold Raptors. On. Hold all on. right. Okay. Get, get suited up. Oh, let's go. Okay, so we're we're both we're we're both gonna do it. We're both getting suited. Let's get it. Let's go. So, let's there we go. Rapid. Let's talk rapids. All right. So, All right. You okay. want to go? Okay. No problem. <laughs> no problem. I got you. We good. All right. <laughs> I, got you. I got you. All right. So the re, the video that I kind that I is is synonymous with with Randy Bynum. Mm-hmm. The reaction video of the shot. Yes. The reaction video of the shot. It is absolute gold. Your face is like. <laughs> you pretty much. <laughs> it was, it was it electric. Absolutely yeah. electric. <laughs> and when I saw that, I, you shared it on Facebook because we friends on Facebook. Okay. We people, we're yeah. not just people that are meeting for the first time. This may be us nope. talking for the first time in an interview setting. But mm-hmm. again, and I don't do interviews, I do conversations. This may be the first right. time having an in-depth conversation. But mm-hmm. the simple fact is, is that that reaction video is hilarious. And I <laughs> shared it everywhere I could. I'm like, this is gold. This made <laughs> us bad. us going to the Eastern Conference final that much yeah. better. And then we all know what happened because we knocked the great yeah. freak on his ass. We were oh down two God. games, but we came back. And yeah, then what did we do? Was a wrap. And then what did we do? We wrapped up. Yep. We wrapped up Golden State in six. We ruined mm-hmm. the trifecta, which is great. Yep. Not only that, we swept Golden State in their arena for the entire season. The Golden State Warriors did not beat us the entire of the 2019 season in their home. Um, not they, that was the the last time they were in that stadium, and we destroyed them in their stadium. Because because you know, as much as I would have loved to see that Game Five celebration, you know. It's also nice going in there and just whooping that ass over at Golden State one more time, you know, just for that guy that tried to get out my boy Lowry when he dove into the crowd, that little punk. You know? Oh, yeah, the little yeah. piss hands. Yeah, I remember that jackass. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. yeah. title ass people think they could just do whatever they want. Uh, apparently, he was a doctor of some kind. I hope he lost all of his patients. Yeah, me too. I don't, I don't mean like lost them as in they died. I hope they all just left him. That's what I meant. Well, That's what I meant. I would have to be morbid, but maybe in the following year. So I got to ask, I mean, we're obviously, this is, this is dropping right after Thanksgiving. And, yeah. you know, we're, we're also in the spooky month. My favorite right. month, okay, October. Maybe. Now, um, I got to ask two questions. One question is, what is your go-to Thanksgiving side? Okay, turkey is a given, but what is yes. your go-to side? Because everyone okay, has that okay. one side that they always put on their plate after the turkey, and that's the okay. go-to side. Okay, okay. Favorite? So you already know, man, are coming from a West Indian household. They got that good Trini rice and peas, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's usually all, po- like, they, like, that is, sometimes they call it paylow rice. And, like, it's, there's a certain way they do it that's just, like, there's not a whole lot of time I can eat rice that's just plain without like gravy or like something on it. But that rice I can eat plain, like like, and that rice is just is it's it's something different. They put some melanin magic in that joint, and like the, the way Auntie and Mama make it, it's just something different. And so as far as the side goes, I guess I'll go with that. I love my obviously my mashed potatoes, but like that's the one that's like that's the one I only have pretty much during those types of occasions. Like I don't usually have that type of paleo rice for like dinner every day. So it's like that one just like, oh, it's there. I got to have it. Who knows when the next time I'm going to get it. And it's like a pink rice. It's like, it's different. It's like, man, whew, that's a good one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mine is my mom. Uh, she makes mashed potatoes. But what she does is she does them white potato and sweet mm-hmm. potato. And she mixes what? them together. Yo, that's going to collapse the universe. That's like mixing Bloods and Crips, Blastoise and Charizard. You put a sweet potato with the... Ra- that's different. 
My girl, she's trying to bring the worlds together. Yo, you know what? That's, she should run for office. It works, with bro. That. It works. It works. I, yo, that's crazy. I got to try that. If I, we're going to your house, can we go to the studio at Thanksgiving? Is that Absolutely. You know what? I'm going to call my mom and say, Mom, listen, I'm bringing Randy Bino. You got to do the sweet potato and the mashed go. potato together. You got to do it. Oh, my goodness. God bless her. Honestly. Yeah. That's Absolutely. Oof, I can't wait. <laughs> Absolutely. And, of course, now the big question, because, again, we're in the spooky month, and everybody's yeah. got that go-to horror movie. Oh, shoot. Everybody's got that go-to. Now, I, I, I actually have three go-tos. Dang. Okay, three go-tos. Um, the okay. first one is uh, oh, Freddy, Nightmare on Elm Street. That's my jam. Okay, that's oh, my yeah, favorite that's franchise of all time. My favorite killer of all time, though, is Michael Myers. Okay, Michael Myers. Uh, oh. The original Halloween is a classic. For some reason, I thought you were going to say Jason. No, I'm not a Jason guy. I, I appreciate Jason for what he is, but let's be honest. I mean, yes, he does have the, the most kill count, okay? He mm-hmm. has the biggest kill count, but let's be honest. After a while, they stop being stories. They stop seeing, just seeing how many deaths they could pack into 90 minutes. Pretty okay? much. Pretty much. And, I mean, he went to space, and he also went to Manhattan. We don't need to know that. Yeah, his powers don't really make any damn sense, but, you know, I, I wasn't looking for that much clarity in, you know, his story and whatnot. And, you know, I don't even understand what the mama's problem is. You know, she out here still being like, yo, you got to kill them all, bro. I'm like, look, mom, I'm tired. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's why it don't make no sense. Like, how, what, I'm sorry, what does he have? Is it a childlike mentality? Because I'm like, even if when you were a young child, no young child listens to everything his mama tells him. Not Like, she didn't even raise her voice because you think it'd be like, Jason, kill them. Jason, you're telling me, I told you to kill them. And then that's when you do it, right? That's what, at least in my household, that's how, you know, it it would go. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Mine too, man. Listen, my mom, if I didn't do something, wooden spoon, rolling pin. I got it all, baby. I got it all. Oh, my cool. dad one time whooped my ass with the club. You know, the anti-theft device? I got a couple Ooh. strikes on my butt with that, okay? Damn, so he made sure it worked. Well, yeah, he made sure it was it was strong as nails, right? And also too, I mean, if you think about it, nobody was going to steal, steal anything from him because you got whooped with the club. It's kind of an yeah. oxymoron. I got whooped with the anti-theft device for stealing gum from the convenience store. Damn. That is a bar right there. That, that's how you said it. That's really how. Now, see, nowadays, can't do that. If you look at your kid with any kind of aggression oh. in a public setting, the police are called. Yeah. And but back in the day he, with what we got hit with, forget it. Yes. It's, and it's, it makes you, and I, I believe, like, it makes you, it's not, obviously, there's a difference between discipline and abuse, okay? Obviously, abuse is too much, you know, there's got to be a line to it. But if there's a, if you understand through positive action and through, um, doing the right things. This is how you learn right from wrong right here. And if you learn the right thing, you get a positive reinforcement. If you do wrong, you get negative reinforcement. That is not only, that's not a, a maybe, or that's something that you could do. That's something you need to do. That's how you raise children. And it's like, whatever form you deem is comfortable to do that, you got to do that because we're doing, it's it's a bizarre world. Like, how are you going to give children choices? Like, you're like, I'm sorry. And this is going to, I'm going to go there. I'm going to talk about this. Like, 100%. this whole thing about, about letting children choose their genders and their this and their that it makes no sense okay they're not oh like they're at least even with, with certain other things we allow children to grow and be educated and they're not even allowed to vote till they're like what 18 how are they going to choose their gender in like the two at two years old or four years old or even get like just the whole point is like you raise the child you do and, and there's no need to like that doesn't change who they are as a person or whatnot if they want to identify as something later on though that's their choice and that's not saying that that's the thing about this country and, and others not all but others you have the freedom to do those things you know but you have you should be able to do when you're mature to do it i mean we our, our brains don't even fully develop until age 25 how the heck are we uh, allowing ourselves to have all these decisions and be able to say this and that and like and and even when you're you're, you're i see a lot of kids like my girlfriend's in ece and a lot of parents, what they do, they go, well, do you want to, do you want to eat the, do you want to eat your peas? Or do you want to eat this? Do you want to eat the this? Do you want to, do you want this one? And it's, and it's no, like they teach, what they teach you to do there, instead of giving them all the choice, you give them some choice, like you control very, you let them control certain variables, but they're still doing the same thing. So it's like, oh, do you want to eat your Brussels sprouts in the yellow plate or the red plate? And you let them choose which plate, but they're still eating the Brussels sprouts. So, you know, that's what, how you're supposed to do it. And, and like, People are just letting people run wild. It's like you know that like, oh well we don't we don't we don't let we don't give our child timeouts anymore. We 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 let them decide their punishment because no no. <laughs> like, 
that's not I can speak work. from a parent perspective. Okay, my wife and I we were raised old school, so we're raising our kids old school. You, we, mm-hmm. Not with like anti theft club devices and stuff like that. We're a little bit more <laughs> modern that way. But yeah. I will say, like my five year old, before I got down here to to record yeah. with you, she's like, Dad, can I have a Rice Krispie? I'm like, All right, you get the you you finish your dinner, you get the one Rice Krispie. But if I come up go. and I see one wrapper, you are going to bed without a story, and I'm taking your favorite stuffed animal for the night. And she knows I ain't playing. And the other day, she didn't want to eat. She didn't want to eat what mom cooked. Mm -hmm. I said, that's fine, buddy. You don't want to eat? That's fine. We're going to leave it there. And when you're hungry later and you want a snack, Mm -hmm. it'll be there for you. That's what I'm talking about. I'll heat it up for you again. But you're not going to have anything in that pantry. I told her, I said, you go near that pantry, you're going right Mm -hmm. upstairs. That's it. You're a nice guy. You're really nice, actually, because you let them eat it later. I had to stay at the table until that shit was gone. So there was no way. That's, I don't, you and I came from that era. You weren't leaving the table till you were done. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, 100%. I don't know how many times. And listen, the one good thing about my family, I don't know about yours. I don't know if you have any pets. The one good thing about my family is that I had a oh, big dog. So nice. whenever my mom, and I could say this now because I'm an adult, she can't do anything to me now because I yeah. live I live with my wife. I'm protected. I'm, I'm safe. Yep. I'm safe. But um, yep. she uh, she would turn her back all the time. She, she'd grab the dishes, walk to the, the dishwasher. Boom, Brussels sprout on the ground, a little bit of lettuce on the ground. And then you focus on that. You focus on what you need, mashed potatoes, meat. I'm a growing boy. I need those things. But lettuce, romaine salad, no, not when I'm eight years old. Now I can appreciate a good salad, but not when I'm eight. Brussels sprouts when I'm eight, no, tasted like garbage. Raw sewage. Exactly. Raw sewage. Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird thing with me because speaking of veggies, like for, for some reason, it wasn't that bad for me. Actually, I know exactly the reason because, again, with the way I was brought up too, it was like my grandmother. So my grandmother would be around as well. And she would, cause she'd be the type, my mom too would call me up the stairs. Randy. I was like, yes, Randy. Yes. Randy. Yes. Why are you coming back up? And it's cause of, and, she, you know, and I'm like, I'm not yelling. You didn't hear me. So that's already, I'm already annoyed at that point. She already interrupting Dragon Ball Z. Something I'm watching. It's already, it's already a wrap. So I go up there and, be like, and she's like, come like what? Come. It's like, for what? Come. All right, fine. Damn it. So I go over there. Drink this. What is it? Drink it. And it's like some like, they always make some kind of concoction where it's like some water that's supposed to clear your skin or water that's supposed to help you go or something that's supposed to help something. Like there's always, like they weren't the type that they had it. Like a lot of kids would grow, grow up with the West, in those Western households. They have a bush for everything. And they, everything like, oh, oh you hurt your arm, drink some tea. You have a, it wasn't that like that. But they, every now and then, randomly, I guess to keep me in whatever they wanted me to have, they would have these drinks, and it would be like it was called. I remember one specifically it was called literally bitter water, and it tasted oh. like like crap, but oh, yeah. it made my skin really clear. So I guess I, I could appreciate her because you know your boy, your boy, your boy can be glowing sometimes. So thanks, grandma. Thanks, mama. Um, and the vegetables didn't taste bad either because of that. So like I'm used to that. So <laughs> I was like, that's cool. I was like, grandma, and mama had it on point. Yeah, they, 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 they have a system. <laughs> they have a system for sure. A couple more questions. I'm going to let you go enjoy your evening. Now, in terms of your career, and you have done quite a bit. Again, like I said, very successful YouTube page. Um, you've, you've wrestled some big names. You've held titles. You, you, you've had fun. You've had pluses, minuses in your career. The mini host asks great provocative questions. And I always love that because we drop her interviews the Saturday before I drop mine on the Wednesday or the Thursday. So it gives kind of our audience an introduction. They know, okay, if the mini host is interviewing them, we know that we're going to get the full story with the host down the road. But one of the questions she asked was, you know, return. And you mentioned that opportunities have come your way and you haven't really felt the need to hop back in the ring yet. But what would be something enticing that would get you back in the ring sooner than possibly later? Like if somebody came up to you and said, listen, I've got this amazing booking and I want you to face such and such. Would it be, would it be, would there be anybody in wrestling, whether it be in the Indies or professionally that works still with the Indies that would be coming back, that would be coming down to work with you? What would be the one person that might entice you to get back in that ring a little bit sooner? Somebody you may not have tangled with yet in your career. Wow. That's really, that's a really good question. Uh, that's what I do here. I ask, yeah, the, I ask the straight up tough questions. That is a thinker. That is a thinker. Um, yeah, well, it would definitely have to be like, um, it would definitely be a one-on-one. That's for sure. Like it wouldn't have, I couldn't come in there with just, you know, just doing some kind of just, I guess, big tag thing. But like, I would like to do a one-on-one with somebody that, you know, that's a, obviously really technical and that someone that can really like, 
get, do a lot of grappling with because that's the style I like to show off. Obviously, I'm a big man wrestler. It's a lot of throwing people around, which is always fun. I always love doing that as well. And um, the one thing, other thing to add to my accolades, and one of the things that I'm most proud of as far as being a wrestler is that, um, knock on wood, no major injuries. And that's the one thing I've really been very happy about and that I pride myself on, you know, being able to work safely and, you know, not hurt others as well. You know, that's my, that's, that's, I really have hype about that. So um, in regards to that, um, man, as far as the name, damn, I don't, that's tough. I'm struggling with that one because like, man, I'm like, who? I not work with one-on-one like I guess I guess I never I never wrestled um I should have a lot of people I've maybe Daniel Garcia I don't know he's doing his thing um he's killing it they, they in an AEW right now I would love to do something with him um you know I never actually had a one-on-one match with Fuerza either and you know I like his style I like what he does um obviously in the really he's an incredible worker and uh, um you know there's obviously you know Tyson Dukes I never had a one-on-one with him um the that'll be interesting too um even my boy um my boy justin sane you know him and i've always been on the same side so you know it'd be interesting to see us you know kind of you know put something together and kind of see what, what, what we can do in there so uh, that would be kind of fun although he put my body to shame so that's probably the reason why that hasn't happened uh <laughs> so yeah like I'll, I'll work with him wearing the mvp uh, body condom i'll wear that but other than that <laughs> Um, yeah, as far as like, yeah, oh man, there's like, and obviously guys that are signed, obviously anybody that's signed, uh, would be great to work with no matter who they are. Like, um, I guess I would love, I, I like, I like the idea of comedy wrestling. So like, you know, I mean, a dream come true, be able to do something cool with like, you know, maybe like our truth or something like that, or Ron Killens, you know, like I can imagine like, cause with his, although we would just, well, he would pop me, that's for sure with, with the, the way he, cause uh, with what he does with the stuff that comes out of his mouth, like from God himself, the things that he, the one-liners he has, it's kind of how like I kind of do too, where it's like things just kind of come and just, and it's just funny one-liners. And like, I figured like maybe something kind of cool could happen with that. Um, and I can yeah. see you and RJ City doing some great stuff together. Oh man, of course, RJ. What the, yo, that would be crazy. That's actually, I'll, I'll put him right at the top of the list actually. Or, you know, I just, I think of him so much as just like this guy that's like sometimes i don't think he's real because sometimes when i'm around him i'm just like this he's just this great i feel like he's like like he's he's someone only i can see sometimes i don't know if it's like or just like he's like he's like um, he's like a uh um like, like like my imaginary best friend sometimes when i talk with him because like the way, like our interactions and everything he's like and like the the off the cuff stuff i'm just like you can't be real rj's just rj's like art like you 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 can't exist you're just you just you uh, I, i'm not ready for this it's like it's just like i'm not ready for the sweet potato and the regular potato like there's so much there's only so much that i can handle and you know, but rj man that would be cool to do someone rj absolutely listen when i did my 200th uh, episode i asked for shout outs from some of my former guests and a lot of great names came through carl anderson sent me one chase owens mm-hmm. sent me one like a lot of bianca corelli sent me one a lot of the battle arts people sent me one which was great i really appreciate all that but rj sent me one and rj's mm-hmm. was um well, congratulations on 200. I think hey. now is a good time to stop. What are you going to do next? 300, 400, 500? I'm going to have mm-hmm. to keep doing these videos? I'm not going to do that. 200 is a nice even number. It's not too big. It's not too small. It's perfect. Let this be the last one. Mm. You blew me a kiss. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. Wow. See, that's see, awesome. like, who do, do, do when, when you walk away from that, does a part of you think, did that really just happen? Like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yes, there's something yes, about yes. it. It's there's. I can't explain it. I can't tangibly explain it. But it's just, I I I walk away from him thinking like, did I even just talk? Is this a figment of my imagination? This entire enigma of a person and what he does and just him being RJ. Like I can't I can't even explain RJ City. That's the thing. That's like. I did like everybody else feels like okay that's oh, I can see that's that's a person but RJ is like something out of this world man like it is just man it'd be it's magical what he does out there it you is know? it is absolutely magical now did I, I forget did you answer the horror movie question we went on a tangent there about Jason oh, did you yeah. answer the horror movie question yeah so what was that what, what what's my go-to horror movie what's your go-to horror movie like when October 1st hits and it's the start of the mm. spooky season and now again mm. at this point we're already a couple days in October, but when when October first hits, what's that go to? When you look at your like movie collection or on your iCloud or on your Google Movies, whatever you know, whatever you got, and you mm. sit there and you scroll list and you're like, yes, let's go October first, it's happening. 
Boom. Oh, my goodness. Okay, okay, okay. So, hmm, that's a very interesting question. If I were to go, actually, I think the ones that I that really kind of like, I don't even know, I just get drawn and I can't stop watching for number one, two reasons is um, the Insidious franchise. I don't know if you followed that whole, like, man. Okay, going back, I, I remember watching the Insidious 2 in theaters. And um, actually, oh, no, it's the other one that's good. Sorry. I, yeah, okay, I'll stay on Insidious first. And there's just so much going into, like, the the I didn't I didn't understand the 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 story how it was going with with the new ones coming out of the Conjuring and everything and how it tied back to the old thing and like holy crap there's a crazy convoluted story in that and I'm like man like I ain't gonna sleep for a week after watching it but hey it's gonna be interesting <laughs> like because yo when they had the Darth Maul guy come through behind a person he was like what's up bitches behind a dude and he was he was scary in that but that was pretty much the only thing that really got me like jumping in that movie it, but it's it's crazy and. The other one is Annabelle. And Annabelle, I like watching the Annabelle series because, you know, it's it's a good one to react to because there's a lot I can make fun of in that movie. For example, the la- the they showed the origin. Uh, I think the la- that's the last one I saw, like like how she came to be and all of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and they show how the nuns, like they had all the orphan children and they went to these strange people's houses. I mean, you know, that that's nothing bad could happen there. And, um, you know, people were just dying. Just like they were staying there for, for days and weeks and people were just dying, unexplainable and not just dying, like eyes being gouged out, mouths being ripped down and stuff. And I'm like, this nun, why is every window intact? I would have been tossed every shit out of that, like glass would have been broken. You see, you see floating. I don't even know if I can curse. But that's how no, you're, good, you're good. You're good. Okay. You see a motherfucker floating in shit, right? You see, like, shit's happening. The shadows, motherfuckers is missing the shit. How, why are the windows intact? Why are you going in? Oh, let's split up. You go first. It's like, is someone there? Like, all of that shit. Like, I'm sorry. I become a, I become a black person at a scary movie when it comes to those things. Because I'm just like, no. There's no, it's only a two-foot drop. You could, you have, a, you know what I'm saying? There's a roof. You could slide down that bitch. You got, you, you wearing the nut outfit. You shouldn't scrape your knees. Do something. Like, like you cannot be staying at that bitch. I don't give a goddamn. They didn't need to be an Annabelle because it would have been an Anna L if I walked in the room after motherfuckers get the eye scout crap. But yeah, uh, those, I guess those will be it. No, those are great. Those are both great choices. Both fantastic choices. And now my final question before we get to shout, shout out all your amazing socials. Um, in terms of projects upcoming in the future for the YouTube, not so much the wrestling, but for the YouTube, which again, I urge everyone to go. I know by new, this will be, in the, it'll be in the description in the video when I drop it on YouTube, but please make sure you go and subscribe. And obviously uh, I will be sending Randy the file of this interview and if he wants to upload it on his YouTube. He absolutely can. No pressure oh, there, of sure. course, but sure. what is um, something that you haven't tapped into on YouTube yet that you would like to try? Mm, Everybody's got that question. thing. Everybody's got that thing that they would like to try on YouTube, but they just sit there and they go, huh, will it work? And I almost picture everyone in like a room with one of those clear dry erase boards and they've got the strings and they're trying to mathematically figure out if it's possible. Can it? Yes. That is an excellent question. And I actually do have it pretty much like right on, 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 like, I know exactly what it is. See, what I love about YouTube is the whole interactive component and, they're like you said, even it kind of goes to the other question you asked me. There's people that I would love to work with or be able to, you know, do things or have connections with or be able to kind of do things on a grander scale, like with these people involved. And like, you know, and I think having the ability to be able to collab with certain people and being able to re- and I can I look at it and I'm like, there's really no reason why we, we can't do these things. It's just it's just people are just hard to reach now it's funny where it's there people are easy to reach now easier to reach now than more than ever but they're also harder to reach now more than ever so there's a way to collab with like you know certain people and like to be able to do anything i mean people are collabing with people to do the celebrity boxing thing why don't we have a well i can collab with some youtubers hey maybe they can i can tease them out of wrestling maybe we can i can throw an entire wrestling event with famous youtubers who maybe do something like that who like that would be just something involving where, where other people are kind of passionate about and we can just kind of make something different together. Like it's something along those lines or like, you know what, it's interesting that you mentioned that it is because I've wanted to do a segment for a long time where I go in the ring and I learn a thing or two. I talk about this business. I live and breathe this business, but I have never stepped in the ring and actually gone through the motions. I haven't crashed the ropes. I haven't taken a bump. I haven't done these things. And I've always been looking for a wrestler. So if your game, if you're ever game down the line, 
and you want to do something like that, I'm not a famous YouTuber by any standpoint, but I'll do it. It'll be hilarious. It'll be yeah. absolutely because you'll see like my nine chins when I hit the mat. You'll see them like <laughs> jiggle and stuff. It'll be incredible. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> That would be so cool. And the thing about it is, I know you're a smart guy. You're a very smart, and you're also a really respectful guy. And you, you understand, and, you, and you're, you're no, you understand, like obviously the 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 risk. And now this shit isn't easy, and it's not gonna. It's something that you gotta obviously be careful with and do things the right way. So you know that would be really. So I already know you're gonna come at it with you know a really great attitude and whatnot. But I almost kind of want to do like have the opposite. Let's get some like idiot to like just jump in there. <laughs> and just think he could do like let's see let's see someone like obviously not anything life-threatening but i want to see someone that's like really stupid you know just kind of trying to just like just think they can do this and just okay they just kind of try these things and you know see what it's like and maybe they get humbled a little bit that would be kind of cool (laughs) that would be that'll be like when mia khalifa said that wrestling is a joke and then thunder rosa smacked her across the face a few times that was that was uh, that was an amazing moment in history amazing yeah 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 like she she would have to get chops from everybody (laughs) <laughs> one of them silicone titties might explode. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, Randy, man, this has been an absolutely epic conversation. And I want to officially let you know now that you are a member of the Straight Talk family. Okay, it's official. I've said it. It's in the universe now. Anytime you want to come back on the show, man, anytime you want to be a part, uh, do this again with us. We would absolutely love it because there's never, ever only one. There's always absolutely. multiple conversations that can be had. So, Well, I, I am. I had a blast um you guys i love the, the dynamic i love that you involve you know your little girl and like man and she honestly she you, you got her set up to be a really really great person a really productive member of society and i can't wait to you know see how that happens and you know even seeing her like you know with her even um you know doing this type of stuff with the form like just with the charisma and everything like i just it's exciting to see and like i yo i i cannot wait to use up with you guys in the future like honestly even like we're just watching some stuff like we can do the reaction thing hey i'm, I'm, I'm probably i gotta do it i might have to put you on a track man you might have to dust off that mic i'm just saying you might gotta spit something I'm, you know what i was actually you know what let's I, I was gonna ask this off camera but i'll ask it now you you spit fire i appreciate everything that you bring to the table i have been looking for a new intro for the show i had carter mason do my intro that i'm using now which he's a fantastic talent but you know what it's already a year old and I would mm. not mind having a track, a Randy Bino introduction for Straight Talk Wrestling. Okay. So just putting it out there in the universe. If you want to hook a brother up, much love and appreciation. That's all that's I'm saying. What's up? We going, hey, that's definitely got to be something we put in the works for you, man. Uh, for sure, man. I'd be honored, honestly. Oh, well, yeah. I'd be honored Straight to have it on the track. Talk. Straight Talk could be a mixtape name. Damn. That's a whole lot of things. I like that. And you know what we could do? We could do like, I, could, I won't rap on every track, but I can like do your introduction. I could do your intro and outro, Ooh. and then we'll take shots of the video, and it'll be you, me, and my daughter, and it'll mm. just be like you and me like this, side-by-side mm. side kind of thing, and then my daughter right in the middle just being like this. Hey, oh, my goodness. Look at she that. Just, up. I've designed the cover. I've already designed the cover. It's amazing. That's what's up. Yo. That, I yo. will take it right in front of the Brampton City Hall. Yeah, she gonna look harder than all of us, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> yo, yo, I'll be like, look, yo, she here to protect me. I'm not even here, like, yo. I, there's a reason why she's at the front, yo. She here to, she. I, I told y'all, like, I, I got goons, man. She look at her, man. 11 years old, but you, yo, she gonna take your life. Don't play. <laughs> uh, Randy, do do me a favor, man. For anybody that's not following you and all the amazing work that you're doing and all the the creativity that you're putting out there in the world, please let them know where they could follow Randy Bynum. So I much appreciate that. Um, so I'm definitely on the YouTube, which we, you know, I know we haven't mentioned that at all today. No, not uh, at all. Actually, not not uh, a once, not a once, not once, not once. So um, I go, I'm on YouTube, and I'm uh, it's called I Know Bino. That name is actually a funny thing. Um, so my girl, uh, my girlfriend's uh, mom, she said that as a joke, uh, as a thing, like, oh, I know Bino, and I'm like, hmm. I'm going to make that a thing just before you, just because you just because I love you so much. And so I just started running with that with the, I know Bino thing. So yeah, I know Bino is the YouTube. I'm also on Instagram at Randy Bino. Um, you can see a lot of my shenanigans there. I post a lot of, um, you know, cuts from, you know, the funny videos that I do and just, just a whole lot of just stuff. You know, I do a lot of the E-Take Wilder one there too. You know, I'm bringing those back. People really be loving those when I just start reacting to all the craziest things that I see on the internet with the Itek Walu. That's that's a big one over there. 
Um, I also have a website on my WordPress. Um, that's I know Bino. Um, I can't believe that's uh, hold on. Let's see right I don't even remember. I just made this. I don't even remember it like off off <laughs> that that well again. But it's um I know Bino. So So that would be, yes, that's com. That's what that is. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And are you on Twitter or anything like that? Yep. I'm on Twitter, BlackieChan52. Um, that's spelled just like Jackie Chan because I'm a huge Jackie Chan. That's probably what I'll be, let's be, I'll be watching that on Halloween. I'll be watching Rumble in the Bronx or something like that. That's my boy. You know, sorry about your shop. Send me the bill. Thank you. Jackie Chan. Uh, but uh, Black Chan 52 on Twitter. Um, also on Facebook as well. Um, uh, Randy Bino is wrestling. That's my um, my Facebook fan page. And um, yeah, man, I'm also on TikTok too. But I mean, like you know, you can you can look at that. I, I'm like I, I'm trying to get that off the ground, but I don't. I'm I'm not. I don't. It's so hard. <laughs> I don't dance like well, that. Well, me and my me and my daughter were trying to figure out how they did that video where the um uh what's it called oh there she is right there creeping in the back sorry we have our hats on because we were talking raptors we're talking raptors but um uh what was that uh the ryan reynolds and will ferrell thing it's like i can be blue i could be brown i could be uh i could be violet green i could be yeah yeah you know i thought we were trying to figure out how they did like the echo thing and i i was googling and everything like an old person i'm like how do they do that because like they keep you can once they do it once you can hear like the different notes and i'm like man forget it that's, yeah, that's got to be some kind of app or something because like isn't there's because i've seen that before in a different way just not obviously they did it there i don't even know like that was off of something like that even that whole song of if they just did that off the cuff or what but i've seen that in other things where they go like or i think it's a, i think it's a it might be a, uh an apple like app thing or maybe like a default thing where like it'll record and then it'll keep playing and then it'll record the next thing and then it overlap like i don't it's crazy I don't know how they did it. I wanted to do that. Eventually, I was just going to get so frustrated and be like, I can be blue. I don't give a fuck. And I was just going to just end the video like that and just be like, I'm done. That's it. That would be the new trend. Don't tell me what colors you can be. Tell me your feelings. That's the new TikTok challenge. Ooh, yeah. They all for that. I actually just thought of an idea for that. <laughs> See how my brain works. I'd be like, I'll be starting like, I can be blue, and then a blood a, a guy with the with a red bandana would come through, like, you're gonna be what fam? Yo, you could be you're trying to be a blue eye. You're trying to be blue fam. You're not blues clothes back on dog your head top, B. It'd be something like that. <laughs> oh man, I love I love people people who don't live in Ontario, they don't know the language, man. They don't know the Scarborough man's they don't know that, they don't know that language, man. They just oh, don't get it. We have to, we have to educate him. You know what we should do? We should do it. We should do a skit where I'm just like the regular white guy and you come in and you're talking to Scarborough. And then at the end, we have somebody come in and be like, hi, sorry, sorry to bother you. I'm, I'm going to be his translator for the day. What he's asking you is if you could kindly pass the salt. And also because of your generosity, he would like to um, buy you a coffee. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you. Tell him. Thank you very much. You no problem, fam. We from we from the love, man. We got it, bro. Don't worry about it. It's all good, fam. He said it's all good. No problem. He's got you. Okay. Fam. Like, well, thank you. Well, that was very sweet. What, yo, you're saying men are sweet, fam? Or you're trying to get dunked <laughs> What he's saying now is um, that he wants to hurt you violently because he's not sweet. He's gentle and kind, but he will also fuck you up. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's uncomfortable. Now I feel I feel awkward feel uncomfortable <laughs> i like Andy, that we can do that up <laughs> absolutely man absolutely anytime man you've got my facebook i've got yours and it was a pleasure and obviously when we drop this i'm going to tag you in everything but my Sounds dude thank good. you so much for the time and again like i said we'll talk about all those collabs off camera and we'll get it all yeah. set up but dude if i if we were to have a randy bino intro as a new straight talk theme song it would be an honor okay that's in the works as of now that's on the works much love, brother. I appreciate you. All right, guys, that's it for me. I'm your host, your boy. Another one in the can. Don't forget to follow the journey. Straight Talk Wrestling on Instagram. Straight Talk Wrestling on Facebook. At underscore Straight Talk on Twitter. And, of course, Straight Talk Wrestling on YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe, yes. like, comment, help us. Awesome. We're literally 31, 32 away from 400. And if we can hit that by the end of 2021, it will be amazing. Well, guys, make sure you do that. And since I'm going to upload this myself, guys, Please make sure y'all check out Straight Talk Wrestling. This, yo, this is my boy right here. As you can see, 
is awesome. Like he, 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 he a real one. He's entertaining. The girl's cute. Come on, y'all. This is just a joy. This is joy. The straight talk, right? Enjoy the camaraderie. Enjoy the funness. Okay. This is, this is gonna be a lot more of that. So y'all definitely check that out and please make sure y'all like and subscribe. What he's got going on. So yeah, that's that's awesome. Much love and endorsement from Randy Bino means the world. Thank you very much, sir. You stay safe. We'll talk about everything off camera. Peace, love, and wrestling. See you guys next week. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Leaving the scene with no trace. None in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going state to state.